recording. Start streaming. It is now time for the world famous. Wait, I ain't hit the button yet. Tuesday to Thursday, 8 a.m. sharp. Spark you a bow, blunt, or even a cart. Waking me, we be mo, yeah. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, love. Good morning. Good morning, light skin lights. You see my light skin eyes. You see me, Drew. You see you, man. Good morning, baby. Good morning. How we doing this morning? Welcome back to. Oh, wait, 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 curated my timelines to be anti-religious but i didn't see enough carrying on you know what i mean did you i mean i wasn't really let's see what we talk about so see, some people some people say i'm crazy but i can't explain i didn't see enough carrying on about rants the power the power that i feel when you call this name i just felt like when uh, i call your name that's fire, that's fire. Said it's just like fire. Where's it at? Where's Shut it at? up in my mood. Holy Ghost. When more, the heart more, more. I just want, I wanted, to give, I wanted to give some flowers so to that song all day because like uh the song is fantastic the song is absolutely fantastic and um i did not see enough carrying on about the late great pastor rance allen um his passing he was 71 years old i think he passed on friday or saturday and again i don't know if i have curated my I don't know if I have curated my timelines to be anti-religious, but I didn't see enough people carrying on. Something about the name Jesus. Now I tell you one thing. Uh, uh, regardless of my complicated history with the Lord, that man sank him down. You hear me? You hear me, Lady of the House? If there was a moment, um, see, it's hard to be an atheist and be black because black folks are black folks are singing into belief, man. They're singing into belief. And then you hear, you hear Rance Allen, Pastor Rance Allen singing something about the name Jesus. And oh my God. 
brings it brings it on out. I'm not gonna lie. When I when I heard he passed, I went into the bathroom and I had me a tear. Not because I was hiding from the lady at the house. I think I was about to take a shower. And the song I played the song and I had me a tear. And I thought about Pastor Rance Allen and his passing and and it wasn't a uh it wasn't thoughts of depression. I wasn't sad. I heard a quote over the weekend saying that, oh, I think this was the Hood Healer, right? Listening to the Hood Healer, I heard the Hood Healer say, once you have a better relationship with death, life makes a little more sense. God makes a little more sense. Once you have a relationship with death, and uh, um, uh, I don't know if y'all were watching when we were watching, but there's a show on Netflix right now called The Midnight uh, Ooh, I'm about to call it the Midnight Barbecue. What? The Midnight, that's the thing, right? Hopefully. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Shout out to the Midnight Barbecue. Um, but when uh, uh, watching the Midnight Gospel, I just, I've had a, a deeper and a different understanding of death more as a transition into a, into a different role. You know what I mean? You, you die physically and then you die astrally. But before you die astrally, you know, uh, uh, I, I believe that, oh, like in episode three of Lovecraft Country, you are not dead yet. You can still fight. So I definitely believe in the energy of my of, of the ancestors, so forth and so on. So uh, again, I'm not worried about rants. I'm appreciative of the energy that I have from him through to his transition. Y'all see me in the sun with my light skin. Look at this. Oh, Lord. I'm so pretty. Anyway, um, not that light skin equals pretty, but, you know, we'll talk about colorism another day. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but again, thank y'all for joining me again. Welcome back to Hawaiian Bake with BMO. Yeah. We're here Tuesday through Thursday, 8 a.m. sharp. I want to share something special with y'all. I have something. That's not the, huh? that's, only, that's the half one. What you mean? That's, that's not the full one. You want me to go get the full one? Yeah, because it looks better. Okay. <laughs> I got something for y'all. It advertisement like off the television. This morning, I'm happy to say that what's keeping me so shite and brine. That's what. What's up, honey's girl? I know who honey is now. I feel like I know you better. Mm, watch out for the episode of Cocoa Powder. Good morning. Good morning. This morning's melanation and hydration is brought to you by none other than the lady of the house's next product, more than shea butter, presented by Nami Organics. That's right, baby. More than shea butter, because on Thursday we we found out that the men folk not gonna buy no body butter. <laughs> so we have our more than shea butter again presented to you by Nami Organics. Uh, ingredients include shea butter, of course, beeswax, which you need to get some of your own grapeseed oil, hemp oil. Mm, got my face feeling his eye. Mineral oil, xanthan gum, which smells so good. Sandalwood, frankincense, vanilla, and cedar oil extracts. That's right. If you're feeling dusty today, I know the election is coming up. A lot of y'all going to feel dusty all day. That's okay. Head over to NAMI Organics on Instagram at N-A-M-I, right? Yeah. That's right. N-A-M-I Organics is on the tag. It's Organica. Oh. Instead of an S at the end, it's the A. Oh, Organica. On the television. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So make sure y'all check out... Um, uh, yeah, make sure y'all go over to Nami 
They said, hey, the people, the people, the wake and bake will be more nights are ready to buy the lady in the house's products. All right, this is the, again, this is the more than shader, but this is what you designed for the men folks, right? I or mean, just anybody? Anybody. Yeah. Anybody, it okay. Nice, it has a nice, what do you think about the scent? What I think about the scent? Let's do a live smell right now. <laughs> Let's do a live smell right now. Mmm. You know I'm a fan of the sandalwood. Yeah. I'm a fan. You got cedar in here too? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan of sandalwood and cedar. I feel when it comes to the essential oil smells, yeah. those are the ones that really hit home and make me feel like, I feel like a man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a man. <laughs> you feel me? So, yes, head over to Nami Organica. Of course, in this house, we are not shrinking our uh, ladies of the house. So, if your man got the ashy foot, if you got the ashy face, more than shea butter. All right, let's get back to the show. Speaking of which, let me get a little, I need a little something for my lips. Oh, oh yeah. What's the comment? What's um, got the comment? I think Drew said something about the Pope said, you don't have to believe, you know, something about you don't have to be a Christian to get into heaven. Or something. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. I'm I believe that. that See, we said this when I was, we were driving back for breakfast. In the Bible, it says, the Lord said, I want hot or cold. Don't bring me lukewarm. That's what he said, right? <laughs> That's what he said, right? So what I've always interpreted that is like, if you're not going to fuck with me, don't fuck with me. But you can still live through the principles. What I don't want is you kind of fuck with me, but you don't kind of fuck with me. You're kind of following along. You're not kind of following along. Do it or don't. Oh, LeVar Jones. LeVar Jones, who is a pastor. Come on now. Come on, uh, you've pastor LeVar Jones. Good morning. Awake and big, will you be more with the Lord? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. Y'all, don't get me to preaching here. Don't let me get to preaching. Because uh, that happens. We all in trouble. All right. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Bishop Naylor knows. Come on, Bishop Naylor. Bishop Big Dog. Come on. Why is truck only in town for seven hours at a time? Why is it every time every time you hear, I'm going to say, what you about to do in a minute? Oh, I got to leave in a couple hours. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, I'm not going to go on my mans. Good morning, y'all. I'm trying to hide from the sun. See, it's trying to, it's sneaking its way into the shot, which is making me look a little, making me look a little brown. We might have to hit we the exposure button here in a second. We do have clear skies. Clear skies and clear minds because today is, no, now maybe, no now I will admit, I will admit, it might have been a mistake. <laughs> it might have been a mistake to wait until voting day to vote and then also with that I didn't go first thing this morning no. when we wrap up the show I'm going to go around like noon <laughs> I'll be gone all day you want to be gone all day yeah maybe I, maybe I should have early voted maybe that should have been a thing but Act three of 2020. Today is Act right. three, and if you think if you think we not getting a twist ending, you got another thing coming. I'm stressed. <laughs> Let me. Uh, oh, Jermaine, you in line right now? Damn, how long is the line? So you in you in DC? You in Maryland? You in Virginia? Where you at? This is only Act three. <laughs> nah, man, this is Act three of Act of a five act play. I want y'all to know that this we will not. Okay. I want you to. Oh, there's a couple of things I want to tell you today. A couple of things I wanted to say. Since, since today is election day, there's a couple there's a couple of points I want to make. I want to let you know, if nobody else told you, Wake and Bake with BMO told you right here, we will not know who the president is tonight. Oh, no. We will not know who the president is tonight. Gone are the days, uh, maybe this is just 2008, 2012, 
and uh, 2004. But gone are the days where we can watch the newscast. The news is going to project who won each state. They're going to put a blue check next to it. They're going to call it at the end of the night. That's not going to happen tonight. Oh, yeah, they are boarding up windows. I saw that. Where were we last night? I mean, they, all downtown D.C., the, yeah. most of the businesses are boarding up. Mm-hmm. Boarded up. And I'm, is it, is it white folks that's about to go crazy? Hit the exposure for me because the sun is coming over. Um, is it white folks that's about to go crazy as it pertains to whatever happens in this election? Because I, I don't, I'm not getting the energy from the ancestors that is going to be us. Oh, yeah. And you've seen all the videos that... <laughs> They're, right. They're ready. Oh man, I've seen I've seen the videos of there was a how do white folks organize? Cuz we don't never see this shit coming. They have the, don't they have their little Facebook groups and their secret meetings and shit? I don't know. <laughs> white folks always talk about if black folks got a newsletter. I th- I think that's projection. I think white <laughs> right. folks got a motherfucking newsletter. I really, I, you know what? I don't, even if Trump wins tonight, I don't see black folks acting a ass. No, we gonna be in the house. I think we gonna be in the house. Right. I think, I think if there is a, mm-hmm. oh man, they're talking about militias doing mass shootings. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I gotta stand. Maybe I should. No, I gotta go vote. <laughs> Maybe this was a mistake. A mistake. I've been telling you all month. <laughs> I wanted to be a traditionalist. You know what I mean? Okay. I wanted to go it's stand out with the people. I wanted this to stand in the voting year. line. I wanted to see the people as they began to vote. The last time I voted, I wanted, you know what it is? I wanted to make amends because the last time I voted, it took me an hour. Well. <laughs> and I don't mean standing in line. I mean, I oh, was, I know, I was I know. in the voting booth for an hour. I know, but. And my and I made the right choice. Don't be don't don't everybody get all worried. I made the right choice. I voted for Gary Johnson. Okay. Wait, that was the wrong choice. Who the fuck is Gary Johnson anyway? <laughs> <laughs> um, I made the right choice last time. I I picked the loser last time. Um, <laughs> the only time we went out uh, for Obama uh, was for Obama, but all we did was the electric slide in front of the White House. Facts. <laughs> All right, so there's a couple there's a couple of things I want to... So, okay, that's the one... The first thing I want to tell you is that tonight, uh, in 12 hours at 8.30 p.m., I know you're going to be like, oh, I wonder who the president is. You're not going to know. You won't know until, I guess, December 3rd. Damn, a whole month? Whole month. I'm a whole month. I'm thinking it's going to be a whole month. Uh, if you think Bush was bad with the recounts of Florida, expect a recount in every close state. My over-under is six and a half. I think it'll either be uh, six states or eight states that'll have to be lined up. We could do bets on BeMoreAuthentic.com. We're not taking bets, y'all. We're not taking bets. I already know that some states have said that they're going to give until at least the ninth to count ballots. That's right. So, <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. That's no. right. So, I even, I even think it's actually, if CNN calls the race, yeah. I think that's detrimental for America. Because all that would do is just give Donald Trump a reason to be like, oh, CNN's crooked. We don't got no true news source. And then have something for him to point at in the course of like, oh, we, we, you know, we, we fooled the American people, yada, yada, yada. Still taking blanks, yada, yada, yada. Right? 
Um, I'm seeing hundreds of girls saying they, they're counting ballots in some states until the 13th. So I'm not, I would not be, again, I would not be surprised if we don't hear who the president is until 12 days before Christmas, to be honest with you. Honestly. Um, <laughs> I would not be surprised. Another thing, another, another trap thought I don't want y'all to fall into. Regardless of how close or far the election is, it is not black men's fault. No. Well, you say no, but I, I must I remind you of this situation right here. Where is that? Goodness, this is so small. Here we go. I must remind you. So I seen another pet peeve of mine, just real fast. If you're going to make a public argument, especially if you're a public persona, either be prepared to defend that argument or ignore it. The fact that niggas got to block you because they disagree with you, that shit, that shit breaks my heart. Wait, pause. I didn't know it was a blue check that blocked you. It was a blue check. I'm, oh. you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. I told y'all before, we're not winning the popularity contest. We're going to win the quality contest. Check this out. So here's a tweet that I saw. Oh, man, I cannot read that. Read it Read it for me. Uh, <laughs> the house is too far. Okay, it says the play here isn't to, quote, unquote, win black voters. It's to peel off just enough black men who are much more likely to defect from the Democrats to make the race close. And you want me to read the article now? No, I want to know that. Okay. Let me tell y'all black asses something right now. On Thursday... Don't know if you listen to the podcast, definitely check out the podcast. Don't know if you watch the recap of the show, definitely check out the recap of the show on IGTV. But on Thursday on Wake Up Bake with Bino, you know what we did? What? We debunked oh, yeah. and we got rid of that sad-ass, tired-ass excuse of crabs in the bucket. Okay? Why? Because nobody's talking about the goddamn bucket. When I see dumb-ass shit like this, and again, last week's theme was, what if niggas is dumb? So I'm not surprised by the stupidity. But when I see <laughs> dumb-ass shit like that, I instantly think, like, niggas would really, you would really fall for that trap thinking that black men, who are probably the most politically apathetic demographic in America, would have any recourse on <laughs> the election by the way that we voted. Right. I could see an argument for uh, endorsing Donald Trump before... Uh, before the election could have adverse effects on how some black men might vote, maybe, maybe. And I say some black folks, I mean, well, damn. It's not like Lil Wayne still talks to 18-year-olds because he don't. He talks to 30-year-olds at this point because we all grew the fuck up. So, I mean, maybe. uh, But, no. Let me share a quick fact for you. Let me just share a quick fact for you. Did you know that black folks, and you can check the census records for this shit, did you know that black voter turnout from 1968 to 2020, the number for black voter uh, turnout in 1968, that's the first election that black women could vote alongside with black men. Crazy to think that was only in 1968. And 2020, did you know that in 1968 our voter turnout was 58%? In 2016, our voter turnout was 58%. Wow. The only time that black voter turnout has reached above uh, 60% was in, I'll give you a guess. 2008. 2008 and 2012. Why? Right. Because it's a black man on the ballot. Mm -hmm. And he needed the communal support. I say these things to say, when did political apathy become our fault? That's a good question. Like, specifically black men. I don't want y'all to fall for that. It's, it's, it's an easy... 
because niggas is dumb, I'm talking about black men specifically, because niggas is dumb, I feel like it's really easy to shift blame on us. And therefore, whatever happens, I feel like the narrative is already set up, whatever happens before or during the election, regardless of what black men's turn out, it's always going to be a finger pointed at black men. Well, y'all didn't. How come y'all didn't? It's not our fault. Could we go vote? Sure. Sure. Should we be engaged better? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I look at, I look, I saw this before the election. When I look at election politics, and, and I realize that only 50, about 53% of America votes. Really? Yeah. Wow. And uh, that vote is split between two parties, and then mm-hmm. some of those votes are, some of those votes go to like third party systems and write in candidates and Kanye West and et cetera, et cetera. Right. So we're looking at popular vote uh, represent, the winning of the popular vote represents probably like, 12% of America. Maybe. 13% right. <laughs> if it win. Yeah. 13% of America. Um, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. Last time was definitely white women's fault. But somehow, somehow it, on the on the thing, it said 97% of black women voted for uh, Donald Trump, but 92% of black men voted for Donald Trump. And then some of y'all really tried to say <laughs> that 8% really fucked us up. Right. One day we won't have the conversation that black men like to be engaged. One day we won't have the conversation that black men might just be, uh, might just be political conservatives. But we can't have the conversation today because I want y'all to vote out the idiot in the White House. That's not what's on the ballot today. Today, and that's why I'm voting. You know what I mean? We've had this conversation. We've. I don't know if y'all have been watching the show, but we've transitioned from Brian Brown is not voting to I gotta vote. To I gotta vote. So today is voting day, and I want you to do the right thing. If you haven't voted, my dumb ass is. I did the wrong thing, okay? I waited until voting day, trying to feel nostalgic and with the people. I'm going to be out there all damn day, about to be caught up by a militia. Damn. Anyway, Hawaii and me, we be mo, yeah. Woo! Good morning, good morning. Hey, Ashley, good morning. Who else we got in here? Got the big dog. We got the little hustler Lauren in here. What's up, Janelle? Honey's girl. Oh, man, I got to tell y'all about. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Over the weekend on uh, on Saturday was the last, not the last, but the the most recent edition of mm-hmm. Urbane. Um, the day of, this is Saturday. Y'all know I have a film crew that works a situation. I got the audio crew recording the situation. Um, you know what I'm saying? I got the live stream crew in there. Everything in there to turn this one piece of content into five pieces of content because we grassroots, baby, okay? We don't got time to spend money on five different things. I can spend money one time and get five things. That's what we do. Uh, anyway, so I get a, I get a, I get a phone call. Uh, Load-in starts at 2. I get a phone call at 1.30 saying the film crew is, a, is all one family. Uh, I get a phone call saying that one of the film crew's family member, well, the film a film crew's family member has died, which is all of their family member has died, and they won't be able to make it to the show. Uh, you want to talk about confusing energy? How do you express disappointment and grief at the same time? Cause like professional service they've been doing a great job all of a sudden they pull out at the last minute because of a very real thing because of death you talk about like a confusing sensation in your body to be both angry and 
empathetic at the same time. Just wanted to put that out there on Wake and Bake with BMO. Very interesting thought process. But anyway, they tell us that, uh, which I think it totally shift, shifted the mood of Urbane. But, um, speak on that, lady of the house. You were talking about that earlier this morning. What did the, what did the lack of film crew do? Um, it gave, gave the, the I don't want to call them viewers, participants. Mm-hmm. It gave it gave us room to walk around and be more engaged. Be more, right? Be yeah, be more engaged. Um, I also noticed that people felt more comfortable to throw out comments, and everybody would respond. So like, it just felt more intimate. Mm-hmm. I will say this: I agree with you. This past Urbane felt like the most Urbane Urbane. Yeah. And this is no disrespect to my previous uh, my previous folks because I think y'all did a wonderful job. I've had great, great pieces of content come out of these situations. But the feeling of this one <clears throat> felt more like an intimate, underground, speakeasy show. Something that people don't really know about. Something that's going on that you need to, that you need to see, definitely. But it just had that energy. It just had that more intimate, like, yeah. <laughs> this is a very inappropriate response, but you can't, you can't fuck, you can't fuck well when the camera's around if you're not a porn star. You see my, you see my metaphor there? Can you really, can you truly be intimate? Can you give your most intimate moments away when there's a camera directly in your face? If you aren't practicing doing so. Sav, good morning. Good morning, Sav. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I hope that, is, is the power back on, Sav? Oh, my goodness. Everybody send Sav some lightning bolts. They see down in New Orleans. The power been out four or five days. Send us some lightning bolts. Let's get the power going for the Wake and Bake with Bebo Knights. Come on. Oh, my goodness. I hope everything is all right down there, Sav. I hope Saint is good. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> KJ said, I don't know about y'all, but I could. Ooh, KJ, you're wild. <clears throat> I mean, KJ, you also a, aren't you also a film director, though? You got to practice. You got to practice. So, um, what are we just talking about? Oh, y'all, let me tell you something. It's so smoky in here. Let me tell you something. If we had an ad today, they would be whoever sponsors. Oh, we do. Oh, they ain't got no name yet, though. Nah. And they ain't sponsor us. We bought this. Anyway. <laughs> oh, ain't nothing ever wrong with saying. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Um, uh, all right. What else we got to talk about today? Um, oh. Okay. So... <laughs> Couple of things I want to tell you about the election. Please don't fall for the trap that somehow this is black folks' fault for this do this election. We have even if eighty nine percent of black folks vote out Donald Trump, we have done our jobs. Even if fifty, even if fifty six percent of black folks have out uh, out out of Donald Trump, we have done our job to re, to get this fool out of office. Again, I really don't think where I think some of these celebrities are dropping the ball is they think this is a political race. This is not a political race. This is not a race for president. This is a race for sanity, right? This is a race for complete normalcy. Once again, that's all this is. 
That's all this is. And I don't think uh, what upsets me is these black celebs are support Donald Trump for president, and I don't think they recognize what the fuck they're talking about. Because again, and I, we've had this conversation last week, and I want to get to a new conversation this week. But again, what happens if niggas is done? We do some lemon pepper. All right. Some lemon pepper. So lemon pepper. while I think, you know, Lil Wayne, 50 Cent, some, yada, yada, um, yada. These individuals going to endorse this individual. I re- I'd be very interested to see what our relationship is going to be with them on November, the day after the election. I got to change my camera battery real fast. So before we do that, I want to show y'all something. Um, quick question. Question of the week. Can we eat fried chicken in public? Question of the week. It'll make more. It'll make more and more sense the more we talk about it. But my question of the week truly is: Can we eat fried chicken in public? A friend of mine, friend of the show. I am not going on her. Friend of the show. Uh, she is wonderful, professional. She posted. She posted this. She posted this post right here, and then I t- I hit her on the DMs and I said, I think, I think I'm offended. I think I'm offended. Read the poster. It is U.S. Black, uh, what is that, Black Affairs? Black Affairs, yeah. They had a Halloween party that was Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle theme. When she posted it, if I can be honest with y'all, when she posted it, no bullshit, I thought she posted it like as a joke. I thought it was a joke. Um, I thought she was saying it as a piece of social commentary about how uh, about how UF was advertising um, the Black Affairs Halloween party. Oh man, hit my exposure. Good lord. I really, I truly thought that was the case. I thought she was really trying to make a comment on um, UF's situation. Um, Oh man, we got some comments. If white folks can eat those nasty ass casseroles, uh, we can eat what we want. I don't even like chicken like that, but I'm not about to be shamed for my diet. So I, I, I saw this poster and I, I told her I was offended and she said, why? And I said, it just feels weird. Wouldn't it be weird? I feel like, oh, I said, my exact words were, if the Proud Boys saw that, they would say it's too easy. Yeah. If the Proud Boys saw that the the Black Affairs Department was having a jungle party, they would say, ah, that's too easy. We can't attack that. So then she said to me, she says, B, I don't live my life in regards to how people view me through their stereotypes. When they stereotype me, they dehumanize themselves. So then I asked her the question, do you eat fried chicken in public? Because I don't. And maybe that's maybe that's my fear and my assimilation. I'm not talking about chicken specifically. I'm talking about all the practices that we do to make white folks safe. Because she says she she says she eats chicken in public, but then I asked her if she co with. She said, "Yeah." That's my real question. Are we participating? Are we avoiding our stereotypes in public? What we got? People saying they eat whatever they want in public. Um. Right? Okay. 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 Everybody's cool with that example, right? That's the easy one. Let's let's bring up where's he at? Let's let's review. 
Now how we think. Can we be the coolest monkey in the jungle? Hmm. I think at this point we do it subconsciously. I mean chicken whenever I'm one, I'm a fatty, not a foodie. Right, <laughs> right. Y'all are y'all are talking about the chicken, of course. Of course, because the, the chicken is important to this to this to this subject. But again, I wanna bring up this I wanna bring up this young gentleman again. Mike says absolutely. He absolutely chicken eats chicken by why uh, white people? I think he's talking about this. Can you be the coolest monkey in the jungle? Because we got upset about this. The black mom who was there at the shoot, who saw her child in that in that sweatshirt, didn't say a word. Didn't say a word. And then when black folks began to talk about boycotting and saying fuck H and M, she said, "Hey, y'all gotta chill. Y'all gotta chill." I know you didn't, Michael. Oh, my bad. Um. No, he didn't. I don't think he boycotted. Uh, he was actually upset about the outcry. See, I know what he was talking about. Yeah, the right. Right. So then, you know, that was my that was my question. And then we found out um, it was black approved. It was black made in a sense. Somebody on the team actually made that sweatshirt that was black. Um, so then, I, you know, so I'm asking. I'm asking because, you know, I'm an extremist, so it's going to get deeper. If we... So the question that I asked her is, are you afraid to participate in your stereotypes in public? The real easy one is, do you eat fried chicken in public? I don't, because I'm afraid of the white gaze. That's something I got to work on, not something I'm trying to project on to y'all. Uh, um, so then, the, you know, and then, okay, if you, if, you eat white, if you eat fried chicken in public, do you code switch? Do you wear your hair straight? Do you lighten your voice when you're talking to white men? Do you move off the sidewalk when white folks are walking towards you? Are there other internalized ways that you are participating in white supremacy? Don't sit here and try to judge me because I'm not eating white because I'm not eating chicken in public. The question then goes deeper. Then, if you aren't, so the question kept, it kept evolving. Our conversation kept evolving. She said she wasn't afraid to bear stereotypes in public. So then I asked her, "Would you put on a minstrel show?" Uh, and I want to remind you, as the Chappelle show is. Um, I don't typically have to question black people's intentions versus white people. See, true, true. My question is truly about the white gaze, though. It's about the gaze about how we're looked upon. I don't eat fried chicken in public because I don't want I don't want white people to to think of me as a stereotype. Simply simple. It's that simple. It's that simple. Now I've told you I've retired to code switching. I grew my hair out. I don't give a fuck. But there's still something about the way I diet that to me still connects with. Uh, somehow approving this mindset that they have in their head about what black folks are. Um, oh, shoot, I'm still looking at this kid from the jungle. My bad. Let's go back to my wonderful face. Okay, so then if the question is about is about how, how are we accepting the white gaze? Okay, you eat white, you eat chicken in public. Would you be able to do a minstrel show? So then I bring, I bring up this infamous picture that I really think people just let go. Yeah. How do we just... <laughs> now, I want you to know, as the Chappelle show is coming back out, this is the, this is the reason why Dave Chappelle stopped doing the Chappelle show. 
the reason he stopped doing the Chappelle show because he felt like the laughs transitioned from social commentary laughs mm -hmm. to racial laughs. Mm -hmm. mm. Hold on, we got some uh, we got some comments here. What the comments say? You gotta read the comments later, Alice. Read them into the mic. Um, Owen says, if we don't have to question black people's intentions, then we have to question their mindset. If we carry a mindset that replicates white supremacy, then what's the difference? Mm-mm. Right. 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 What's the next comment say? Uh, Janelle says, it doesn't matter what we do. They will conjure up some bullshit. Oh, so Janelle is saying, basically, regardless of our activity, the white gaze is always going to be destructive towards black people. Mm. Y'all see this shine? Oh. Come on. That Come on, more than Shea Butter by Nami. Yeah. Go ahead. Honey girl says she tried her best not to code switch in front of white people. I think you have to stand firmly in whatever your black looks like. Right, right. You have to stand firmly in whatever your black looks like. Okay. What yeah, else we got? Uh, you get jerked so much leeway, it's not okay. Mhm. Mm oh, right. So my question is, okay, 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 okay. If the white gaze doesn't matter, would you do a minstrel show? I'm telling you, the reason why I'm the reason why I'm upset with Drake in this picture is not because Drake is in blackface. It's because Drake didn't even think about that question I just asked you. Huh? They can't see you. Oh, they can see me now. Oh. The reason why I'm upset about it is not because Drake did it. It's because I know Drake did not enter into this situation as an intellectual point. And if he did, he entered into it short-sighted. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Yes, I'm questioning how black intellectually Drake is. Yes, I'm doing that. I don't care. Tell him I said it. Tell him to come on the show. <laughs> it's just weird. To me, it's an interesting concept. As we begin to grow in our freedom as black folks, can we participate, celebrate the stereotypical parts of who we are in front of white folks without the fear of being destroyed by the white gaze? Now, that's complex and complicated. That's a hard question. That's a tough question. Um, cause Janelle, I think you said a second ago, you said, uh, you didn't realize that you were moving out of the way for white folks onto the sidewalk until Trevor stopped you. Mm -hmm. I wonder what other ways do we not realize that we're participating in this proclamation, in this promulgation, in this promotion of white supremacy. <laughs> what else are we forgetting? Last week, I think last week, I think we did a good job of tearing down the adage of, Crabs in the Bucket, if you did not hear that episode, that was a special one. That was a special one. I put up a clip uh, on Instagram TV. Make sure you all go check that out. Crabs in the Bucket. We always talking about crabs in the bucket and talking about the crabs behavior. Nobody talking about that bucket. And also, we not crabs. That's the important part. Don't call me no motherfucking crab. I'm a whole ass man. Yeah. Whole ass man. With very moisturized skin. Again, make sure y'all go check out more than shea butter, Nami Organica, right here on Instagram. Oh my goodness, it smells good. It's got the. Not on the website yet. It's not. Oh, it's not even on the website yet. Yeah. Woo! Make sure y'all go check that out, uh, and make sure we're not. Uh, what we got? Huh? What's up? Chiquette. Oh, 
Welcome, man. Welcome to Who We Can Make We Be Mo. Yeah. Jaquette, if y'all were watching last week, the young man who was at the end of every day's every at the end of every uh every day's episode with the with the Adams family dancing promo, that's Jaquette. Make sure you go check out his work. Uh he was at Urbane. We already talked about you, man. You did a damn good thing. You did the thing. I seen I seen a couple of women hitting you with the uh with the five heartbeat twitch, okay? <laughs> you feel me? Remember the part when they was out on stage and the girl was out here twitching and she passed out? I seen I seen a couple. I heard a couple woos, okay? Okay? <laughs> okay? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, want to repeat to you, do not fall. Do not fall for the trap today. Today, we will not find out who the president is. I want you to have that mindset in your head right now. Also, want y'all to be safe because I don't, in my in my in my new recognized superpower of of projecting black trends, um, I do not foresee that it's going to be black folks out here causing problems. They are boarding up windows, telling people to stay home. I really feel like tonight might be a sundown town. Okay, so I need y'all. I need y'all five thirty. I need y'all to go ahead and make sure you got your tacos. Make sure you got your papers. We got enough papers. We got enough papers. Make sure you got all your make sure you got all your materials. Make sure your internet is working. Make sure your door's locked. Uh I'm not I'm not one to say live in fear, but I know the people who are on here right now. I'm looking at every last one of y'all, and y'all got something to lose. Okay? So we can start the revolution, but tonight we're gonna be safe. We can continue our intellectual thoughts. We can figure out how, how we're going to adapt with whatever's gonna come up next. Uh, whether that be Corona, whether that be the election, whether that be the government, if one thing, if there's one theme that has ran through black folks since 1619, it is resilience. And no matter, no matter what happens tonight, no matter what happens tomorrow, no matter what happens in healthcare, no matter what happens in the law, whatever happens in society, niggas gonna be all right. Niggas gonna be all right. We gonna be more than all right. We gonna strive. Uh, black women striving, we're going to follow that bus. We're going to protect black women. We're going to actively protect women, black women. We're going to actively protect black women. I challenge you, forgive 50 Cent and Lil Wayne now. I challenge you to do it today. Forgive them today because tomorrow we might need them niggas. Tomorrow we might need the whole team. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But like I told you before, I told you before, I told you before, are you willing to go one on seven? Oh, you can't see it because it's too dark. Fuck it, lady in the house. We'll do it another time. I got to figure that second time out. Are you willing to go one on seven? Or are you going to fall into the white man's trap? Call your brother crab in the barrel. Say, fuck that bucket and just let it go. I'm not asking you to forget. I'm not asking you to even stream these niggas songs. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is, niggas be wrong, niggas be dumb, okay? I could be wrong. I could be dumb. Don't throw me away so fast, all right? I'm trying, goddammit. I'm trying. Any answer I want to say? You got the coolest muscle. Uh, you got that? No. Oh, I wanted to, I wanted to, where she at? Our, our hero of the week, Miss K.J. Brooks. Make sure y'all are, are are following her. You know, this is the young lady who read the KCPD for filth on um 
Um, why does trying have to be so loud? I don't know what you mean, just plain Jones. Break that down for me. But make sure we are looking at, at the Miss KJ Brooks, the young lady who led the, who read the KC, KCPD for filth uh, last week, saying she wasn't polite. Of course, she's being followed. Of course, she's being cast. Of course, she's being cast as a mentally ill person. I definitely feel a, uh, I feel a Sandra Bland type situation happen at this. Remember, remember the that six of the I think six of the eight key activists in the protests in Ferguson are dead. Jeez. I follow one of them, my Howard University sister, Spook. We wrote our research papers together, same political science class and everything. Spook was shot in the middle of the head. Didn't die. Shot right here. The mark is still there. I want y'all to remember that. I want y'all to remember uh, because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. They're going to try to, I'm, I'm, I'm calling it the Monique. They're going to try to tell her that she's difficult. They're going to try to say that she's crazy. They're going to take every mistake. She's only 20 years old, so they're going to find some record of smoking weed or some something twerking on the internet or something stupid that, but not even stupid, it's something that young folks do that white folks consider inappropriate. They're going to try to do other shit. They're going to try to cast it. They're going to try to pull over speeding. They're going to say she's not doing something and that she might be taken from us. I just want people to pay attention. I know we can't all drive to Kansas City and go sit on her porch for 12 hours a day to make sure that she's protected. But I don't want us, I don't want us to fall for that trap because I see it happening already. You can go over to our Instagram and Twitter right now. It's already happening right now. I don't want some no-knock warrant to go wrong. Nah, nah. This young lady should live a long, prosperous life. A long, prosperous life. And she should have our intellectual support for as long as possible. As long as possible. Don't let them, don't let them tell you this young lady is crazy. Because she's not. She's brave. Maybe that's crazy, but she's brave. You got a burning question? You got a burning question for the roach? Mm -hmm. Do you have a final thought as you prepared to go vote? Do I have final thoughts as I prepare to go vote? My first question is, how cold is it? Because <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be outside for a minute. Yeah. That was my first question. Um, actually, <laughs> this is going to be very random. My second thought is, today is the third, right? Yeah. In the Constitution, it says that the vote for the United States must be the first Tuesday after the first Monday of the month. It's very rare that we get election days on the first Tuesday. Because the first day of the month was Sunday, yeah. right? So that means the first Monday in the Constitution. That means after the first Monday in the Constitution of November, you're supposed to have the election. That's usually like the second Tuesday of the month. So it's usually like, or the month starts with a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. But this year started with a Monday. That was an interesting thought. I was like, oh, it's very rare that you get to vote so early in the month. Uh, it's usually like the 7th or the 8th or the 9th, sometimes the 13th. Before it to be the 3rd, that's pretty cool. And Which mm -hmm. means that the earliest day in November that you could vote would be November 2nd. Interesting. Yeah. Um, nice. My third thought was because I'm in D.C., I need to, ref because I'm voting in D.C., but I don't live there. Don't tell nobody. 
Um, I need to review my city councilman and my alderman choices, make sure my proposition votes are right. I got the booklet, so I, I did read it, but I need to review it one more time. I've been so focused on the, the national election that I did not focus as much on the, the local election, but you know, we're getting there, we're getting there. Uh, and then my final thought is, um, actually, it's not my final thought. I think this might be the first year that I haven't had cable and there's been a, a national election. Hmm. So we watched the debates like sometimes they'll come on like YouTube Live will have like CBS situations or live streams from or CNN, but they won't show you the the post the post conversation. So I I rarely see pundits have conversations. So I would be I'm interested to see what the cableless with cableless uh, election coverage looks like. I'm used to sitting in front of the TV all night and watching the, while they go state to state talking about where people fucked up in their campaign to see what county's going to vote for what, who's going blue and why, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but without cable, I'd be very interested to see what that, see what that looks like tonight. Hmm. Um, uh, another thought about tonight's election, again, a reminder, I don't think, I don't think tonight we will know who the president of the United States is uh, for the next term, and I just want everybody to be prepared for that. Um, I want everybody to even be prepared for the fact that it might even look like Donald Trump is winning by the end of the night, but that does not mean that he won. Right. Um, so let's just keep that in mind. I am hearing already through third-party and objective sources that it, if all ballots are counted and early voters are counted and everybody does the right thing, that this will be the highest turnout in American uh, American voting history. I guess that's it. Get on my nerves here. Um, so I'm I'm very interested and very and very much looking forward to that. Uh, any other final thoughts before I have to go vote? Uh, I want people to know that while I respect my ancestors, I'm not voting because of them. I'm voting because it's just a it's a politically. Uh, smart thing to do I'm voting because I've been engaged because I'm aware and because I'm tired of the uh, of the current situation um, and and as much as you know as much as I am voting and, and am team you know vote or die right now I am very much understanding of the people who don't vote I get it mm. I get it and I'm not shaming you for not voting and I'm not gonna say nothing ridiculous like if you didn't vote you don't have a voice of course you should have a voice because to, to to be vocally uh, uh engaged is a part of american civility even if you don't vote it's stupid not to vote it's not the smart thing to vote but if you don't vote i accept the same time i get it you abstain mm. i get it i feel I, like I the, it. that's either a conscious choice to not vote or yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, be safe. Definitely everybody be safe. Be safe. If you're in the South right now, ooh, definitely be safe. I feel like niggas might be on one tonight. So um, not for you to live in fear. But, again, I, I have um, – yeah, right. you're right, man. We got to pay attention to the congressional races and propositions as well. So 
as you were voting. A lot of people voted from home this year, so to me, that's like an open book test. You know what I'm saying? You go to the ballot, you can't be pulling out your phone trying to figure out what the fuck going on. You yeah, got to go. I surely, <laughs> I surely Googled each one of those people right, on the ballot. That's right. I feel like it was a, it was a take-home <laughs> test. It was a take-home test. So I feel like everybody might have voted more in their interest. Right. Now, that being said, another thought. If we lose, we lose. That's, okay. It sucks. Oh, man. But if we lose, we lose. If we lose, we move on to how we win the next one. I feel like that's to be the immediate energy, not a recap of why we lost, how we lost, who didn't vote for us, yada, yada, yada. If we lose, we lose on the game three. I'm just curious. If, if we lose, do you think the radical – do you think they're still gonna riot and like? You think black? Do I think black folks will riot if we lose? No, not black folks. I think like, do you think the the right? Like, do you think they'll still? If they lose? No, if they win, do you think they'll riot just just because? No. Okay. Well, I don't. You know what? I'm very good at predicting black behavior. I have no idea what white folks gonna do. True. So let me not. I might. I ain't. Let me not hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. That's I don't know what, what white that's folks what gonna I'm do. I'm really afraid of because like, what if they say? Fuck it, we won. Let's just burn some shit up just because. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they are crazy enough to do that. But I don't know. I, don't know. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, well, uh, great question. Uh, Safia, what, what will violence look like if they win? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. That's why I kind of want, I want everybody to just, to kind of chill. Because I don't, if, I'm trying to think. If if we all asking that question, I feel like we all might not know. We don't know what it could be on tonight. And maybe maybe white folks don't see how scary that is. Because white people scary. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> white people scary, man. When white people want to white people, the only coup d'etat to happen on American soil happened in North Carolina, North Carolina led by a group of angry white folks. Bombs have been dropped on American soil, on American citizens by white folks. The most mass murder thing a black person has done to any other mass group group of people was maybe a sniper. White people are very scary. They, and you see, they burn shit up. They burn shit down when they lose Eagles games. Right. Eagles games. Lord of mercy. Right. Lord. I got a feeling powered. That's all right. Okay. Once again, I told you, if, if there's <laughs> nothing, is, if there is nothing that black folks aren't, it is resilient. Mm-hmm. We are the pentacle of resilience. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go warm up these two pieces of Popeye's chicken I got from last night. <laughs> Make me a little to-go sandwich. I'm going to go stand in line and I'm going to do my duty. Do my duty as an American. <laughs> and then tomorrow I'll join our black party and then we'll start having our local meetings and see how we can get other people engaged. Because if there's one thing Diddy said that I absolutely agree with, Black folks lost this joint. We kind of lost this election. We got we got Kamala. Right. 
But that's about it. I mean, that's a that's a big that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. Don't, let, me, let me not get it wrong. That's a big deal. But but we've had representative uh, a leadership before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kamala is is qualified. She is good. But I find it very interesting. Nobody is nobody is also saying she. We accept her as vice president, but that seems to be a ceiling that everybody seems to be putting on her. We're going to see. <clears throat> uh, Janelle said, go eat chicken outside. Mm. I might. <laughs> I might eat it in the car. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still combating my, I'm still combating that. Oh, man. You know whatever, you know what else is an assimilation into white, white uh, supremacy? Mm. The continued up, upholding of these white heroes. Damn, James Bond. Damn, Batman. Damn, Indiana Jones. Damn, all the wrestlers. Anyway, I want to thank y'all for joining us on Hawaii Make We Be Mo. Yeah. Make sure y'all catch us every Tuesday through Thursday. That's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right here, 8 a.m. sharp on Instagram Live at BMO Brown. Also, check out the podcast. The podcast is live, y'all. It is good, too. Uh, we drop it every day around 10 o'clock. On Apple Podcasts, going to be Spotify pretty soon. On BeMoreAuthentic.com, where you can catch all episodes and recaps of Waking Back with BeMo, uh, alongside with other BeMo uh, uh, exclusives and such. Make sure y'all go get the new product by Nami Organica. More than shea butter, it's more than body butter. Okay, Truck, we was talking about you need some anti-ash, baby. This right here for your heels, for your ankles, for your elbows, for your tum-tum, for your face, all of that. All right? Make sure you go get that support the lady of the house as we continue to do great things and, and build great entrepreneurship right here on Wake and Bake with BMO. Woo! It's a lot of products. You see the logo right here in the corner, baby. We're not playing. I'm going to really fuck you up when I run this ad here in a couple of days. I'm really fuck you right in the ass. Pow! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let me go get my vote on. Let me go do my due diligence. Show us the product. Okay, let me see if I can. Can we? Get, we gotta. You know what I'm I gotta get. I gotta get close. Huh? <laughs> Closer. Hold on, if I can get a little, get a little focus going on in here. I'm going the wrong Gotta show the way. label. Oh, I gotta show the label. I'm going the wrong way. Oh, look at this. Woo! Is it in the sunlight? Oh, damn, I see the yeah. sun. You see it? Oh, whatever. It don't matter. Thank y'all for joining us on Wake Up Bake with BMO. I'll see y'all tomorrow morning. Peace! Closer. I want to get close. Tuesday through Thursday, 8 a.m. sharp. Huh? Drop you a photo.